Hello, everyone. This is Twyla, your host of Divorce Talk with Twyla, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios right here at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear candid and transparent conversations with some amazing, dynamic guests as it relates to divorce topics. We're going to talk about co-parenting, dating after divorce, remarrying after divorce, and much more. So be sure to log on each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch Divorce Talk with Twyla. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. For all those times you stood by me, for all the truth that you made me see, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrong that you made right, for every dream you made come true, for all Welcome. I am Twyla. I'm the host of Divorce Talk with Twyla. I am an author. I'm a speaker, radio host, and life coach. Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And today's show is Remarrying After Divorce. And you know what, guys and ladies? I have two amazing women with me today. So, Are you divorced and considering remarrying? Hmm. I'm not. I'm just going to be honest with you. But my guests today are going to shed some light on this topic. So let's just jump right on in. Let's welcome Miss Katina Horton to the show. Hi, Katina. Welcome to the show today. Hello. Hello. Welcome. How are you today? I am doing okay. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful. You sound amazing. Katina, why don't you just introduce yourself to the listening audience, and we'll just dive right on into this conversation today. Okay, I am. My name is Katina Horton, first of all, and I guess I would say I wear a lot of different hats. Um, The first one being I'm a computer technician. And then, uh, second of all, I am the podcast host of the Valley of Grace podcast. Uh, The third thing I do is that I'm a motivational speaker. And then I am the author of nine different books. And some of those books are entitled, uh, my latest one is Digging Deep Down in Those Roots. And then I have uh, my memoir, and that's entitled The Journey. And then I have another uh, book that's dealing with uh, personal transformation slash self-help. 
And that one is entitled Broken Pieces, Change Your Thinking, Break Unhealthy Relationship Patterns, and Get Off the Mat and Thrive. And then I am a course designer, and uh, I've got two courses out. And the last thing that I do is that I'm a coach, uh, a life coach. Mm-hmm. And as part of my coaching, I have what they call a, I call a VG5 framework of core concepts coaching program. And with this program, I help to identify the sources of my client's control. Uh, with most women, they think that if we can just fix slash change slash control another person, then it's going to be able to fix the unhealthy relationship that we are in. But God created us out of love, and in that love, he gave us freedom. Mm-hmm. So when we're trying to fix slash control uh, slash change the other person, we're going to get pushed back because we are going against that person's will. And so when people are walking away from us, whether it's emotionally, it's uh, mentally, it's spiritually or physically, if we start running after them, which is what most women's do, most women do, it creates a toxic dance cycle. And that's why when we're trying to lasso the men back in, it's not working. And so that's what I work on with my uh, coaching program. I help them to uh, find ways to find the source of the control. Mm-hmm. And then I find ways to help them to manage that control using the same methods that I use as a computer technician. And those methods are the ATI-I method. So you're analyzing, you're troubleshooting, you're implementing, empowering, and then you are leaving an impact. So they're troubleshooting their PC, which is their soul, rebuilding their PC, which is their soul, and then they are creating new software, which is their mindset. So that's pretty much what I do uh, as far as the coaching program goes. That's a little bit of (laughs) info about myself. Yes, that is amazing. That's awesome. Yes, love that. So let me ask you, Katina, what are some of the challenges you see as it relates to people looking to make a decision to remarry after divorce? Okay, I would say that there are uh, several challenges, and I've uh, got a few that I have in my head as well as give us about two (laughs) give us about two challenges (laughs) two challenges okay so one challenge i would say is we try to um women try to go from a to z they don't want the in-between process And so when you skip over that in-between process, you find yourself going back to point A anyway. It's kind of like, I think of it as if I'm leaving my home and they're doing construction. So it's only one way for me to get to the grocery store, right? Right. But I don't want to go that route. You know, everything's blocked. I don't want to go the one way. The only way I can get to the grocery store, I decide I'm going the way I want to. But that way just keeps leading me back home. So I say one of the the biggest challenges is we don't want to go through. We want to go around the pain. Mm. But like they say, the the figure of speech is, um, you know, healing is feeling. If we don't feel, then we don't heal. Mm. So I found that, you know, walking around the pain is one. 
And then there's also uh, kind of like another illustration when I think of a challenge along with the pain, it's like dealing with the grief part of it. Yes, there's pain and grief, which is also part of the healing. When it comes to the grief, uh, grief can be very complex. Mm. And that can be a challenge in that uh, with that grief, what could be complicated is that we could end up having trauma. Mm -hmm. So we've got to walk through, you're not only walking through a divorce so that you can you know, be healed enough to remarry, but you need to walk through your trauma and as part of your grief. And then it could be complicated where if you went through the divorce and either you or your spouse or both ended up getting sick because of that trauma or the stress, you've got to walk through illness. Mm -hmm. And you see what I'm saying? So the grief gets complicated by trauma. The grief gets complicated by illness and the grief could even get complicated by death. Believe it or not, I have known some women going through their divorce process or even right after mm -hmm. where the ex had died. So, wow. I mean, all of these issues, you know what I'm saying? It brings challenges to the table when you're trying to uh, prepare yourself to get ready for remarriage. Right, right. And I, I also, I like that. Uh, Self-healing is so imperative. And I know I tell people this all the time and clients mm -hmm. as well. You, you have to be healed completely before you jump into even a serious dating relationship, let alone marriage. Yes. So healing is imperative. And so that brings me to the next point, the recommendations. What do you recommend uh, before people take that next step to make that decision to remarry? What do you recommend? You know what? Uh, I've got quite a few recommendations. Uh, one of them would be to see a therapist. Yeah. Okay. To get, uh, yes, definitely counsel uh, from a therapist. And then everybody may not do well in talk therapy, you know, mm -hmm. as my therapist made clear to me, everybody's not a talker. You know, I talk and I process as I talk, okay? That's the analytical side, that's <laughs> the technical side of me. Yeah, you have but that technical background. That. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so some people might, uh, instead of it being talk therapy, it might do better for them to do art therapy or dance therapy or some other type of, uh, like a healing circle type of thing. That's good. You see what I'm yes. That that could be, instead of the one-on-one -on -one therapy. But I think that... Uh, therapy is super important and I think it's super important for us to deal with our childhood wounds and the wounds from uh, the previous marriage or marriages mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. along with wounds from friendships, work relationships, uh, church hurt, uh, ministry relationships, family drama and traumas, mm. all of those, you know, because what I found uh, in my experience is whatever we are doing in one area, it filters and bleeds out to every area we're in. That's it might right. seem like it's something that happened at church where it happened at church, but now it's at home. You see what I'm saying? It's at work. It's when we're hanging out with our support group friends. It's when we're in the grocery store, you know, bumping up on the bus with people we don't know. Whatever our wounds are, it just comes bleeding out until we get to a level of healing where we can, um, I would say, where it's more so contained. Yes. That's a, a phrase they like to use with trauma, but where it's more, yeah, containment, you know, 
Because mm-hmm. I, I believe like healing is a lifelong journey, but there is a phase of healing that you get to where you are able to function in another relationship without bleeding out, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. You said a mouthful there, Katina. I mean, from church hurt to previous relationship hurt. I mean, just so much. And that's right. And I like that uh, recommendation when you talked about not everybody is uh, talk therapy. Some people need other methods of therapy, and that's so good. I like that. And sometimes people need a group therapy. Some people want to be in a group environment as opposed to individual. It just depends on the person and their personality style and type, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, that is Mm -hmm. some awesome stuff. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take about a two to three minute break, commercial break, and then we're going to be back with our next guest. So stay tuned to Divorce Talk with Twyla. Let's go get him. Give me that joy I can't explain. An extra peace that'll ease my pain. Want that love that'll never change. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that power to walk away. When another God wants to take your place. As much of you as I can take. Give me that. Give me that. Let me tell you the story. Every place that's dark, he will bring it to light. Hypocritical hearts, backsliders, liars, time to get right. See, I include myself. I cast my own stone. I'm the man in the mirror, y'all. I can see my wrong. But I'm here by grace. Through Christ by faith. Open up my mouth and say Give me that joy I can't explain Add extra peace that'll ease my pain All that love that'll never change Give me that 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 power to walk away When another God wants to take your place As much of you as I can take Give me that Give me that Give me that Oh, anybody tired? You want the show to end? Get the actors off stage and let church begin. Do you want a revolution? You want to hear a new song? See, God is cleaning up house and mercy starting right at home. Now my miracle water, my calls for money and fame. See, everybody got a title, but do you know your name? If we humble ourselves, people fall on our face and ask God everything in me that's not right, take it away.
Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much, Katina, for your great remarks. Now, let's welcome my next guest, Miss Shanae Pugh, to the show. Welcome, Shanae. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. And, Shanae, why don't you just introduce yourself to the listening audience, and we'll dive right in. Perfect. Thank you again. So my name is Shanae Pugh. I am a certified life coach. I'm a two-time author. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a Bible teacher. I'm a lover of people. Um, last year, I wrote two books on uh, rebuilding after divorce and healing after divorce. Um, I coach men and women through the recovery process. Um, we understand that, you know, through through the loss of a marriage, it's very similar to the loss of a family member. So many of my clients are experiencing some type of grief. Um, and I'm excited about tonight's show. Thank you, Twyla, for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Shanae, why don't you tell your story about uh, your journey of remarriage? Okay. Um, when I was about, when I was 26 years old, I was married um, for the first time. Uh, marriage lasted about three or four years. Um, I was a mother, single mother of, well, I was a mother of three children. I had a, a child in the marriage. Um, my husband and I were not compatible. We were not um, getting along, and he decided that he would leave the marriage, and so he left me with three small children. Um, I remember feeling very devastated and very lost in that process, literally like uh, an identity crisis, like who am I now, what am I supposed to do? Um, mm -hmm. In that time, I needed to process my grief of the marriage, but also I needed to show up for my children. Mm -hmm. um, in those years um, that preceded that, that divorce and, and the end of that, uh, one door actually closed and another door opened. I remember crying out to the Lord and asking him, you know, what is it that I should do? Because, you know, I, I was lost, but I had this, like, foundational belief that marriage was God's gift and it was also God's design. Um, the Lord spoke clearly to me. He said, um, give me six months. And that was very strange to me. Of course, I didn't understand what he meant. Um, but within six months, my ex came back and left and he came back and he left um, up to about three times. And each time he came back and left, um, a part of me died, right? A little piece of me died. The pride died. Um, the anger died, the resentment died, right? I just I just wanted to make it work. And um, it was very clear that that marriage wasn't going to work. But within six months, as that marriage was coming to an end, my husband now, who is in my life and has been in my life for the last 14 years, and we've been married this year, 10 years, he walked into my life. Mm. And what I didn't understand about that season was that God was actually preparing me for my next. Mm. In the middle of my now, he was preparing me for my next. And so um, I processed that. I mean, I, I heard Katina talk about like this ongoing journey of healing. I totally agree. I do believe that there is a place that you need to get to to be able to love and be loved again. Um, but to be honest with you, me and my husband were very much in process and we were both abandoned by our spouses. And so our healing journey happened together. Um, mm -hmm. And now we talk openly about uh, the process of divorce, but also the process of being able to love and be loved again with the stamp of God, right? With God's approval, with God's instruction, with God's Ruha breath over our marriage. 
Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. That's such an amazing story. So you guys uh, went through the process together. That's awesome. So you were able to encourage one another where he was strong. You may have been weak and vice versa. So that's amazing. Uh, that's awesome. I, I love that. And you know what? You said three times your ex came back. But after six months, God closed that door and he opened another one. And now you're with the love of your life, right? Yes, yes. Amen. I got the release and I got the relief, right? I needed to, you know, see see myself as a as a as a wife again, but also see some areas that I, I didn't I didn't I didn't meet the mark, you know. I, I I contributed to that environment and that was a big area of acceptance, which I think a lot of people struggle with, right? It's accepting that, you know, I did not bring, you know, my my, my hope my full self to that marriage and I wasn't going to fail at it again. So yeah. Yes, yes. Now let's talk, I, of course, I can relate with uh, being divorced with minor children. I can definitely mm -hmm. relate to that. And how old were your kids? You said you had three small children. Yes, so the our son together uh, was shy, two days shy of his second birthday. Oh, wow. And then um, the other two were about five or six, and then uh, five. I think my daughter was five and then my son might have been like seven and a half. So they were all very young. It was a, you know, a big shell shock to them, you know, to have the dynamic of the family change. But yeah, they were very young. Um, my son now is 14 and he can tell you that, well, you know, mommy, I don't recall a time where my father wasn't in my life. And he's talking about his stepfather, who is my husband, who stepped all the way up to the plate um, when one door closed the other one you know open but my ex has remained an absent party from his life so there was no uh, co-parenting or anything like that but it was just like uh, provision that's how I looked at it God's provision you know yes. <laughs> so my son didn't grow up fatherless you know my children didn't have to have this you know identity crisis that I was having because my name was changing and my purpose was changing so Yes. Oh, that's amazing. You hit on a topic. We're going to have multiple shows on this uh, topic, but co-parenting. And that is awesome that your now husband stepped up to the plate to raise your child like it was his. And mm -hmm. so that that's amazing. And your kids, to me, sound like they didn't miss a beat. Uh, no, they <laughs> that's what the Lord promised. He said when my son was, you know, when I was pregnant and I was kind of concerned, I could see the kind of signs that the marriage probably wasn't going to last. And I remember crying out to the Lord and like, you know, hey, I'm pregnant. You know, you, what are we going to do? And he said, your child will, will, will never want for anything. And when he was born, he was born with two of everything. And, and God has kept his promise. Mm -hmm. And when there's been seasons where I thought, oh, wait a minute, I'll remind God. And, and he has been a promise keeper. And I, I credit having that relationship with him because if I wouldn't have heard, give me six months, I might have tried to keep him mm -hmm. in a place that he didn't want to be and then miss my next, right? You know, so, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Awesome. That's great, great. I love that. That's an amazing testimony, Shanae. Love that. So is there anything that you would like to share with the uh, listeners and the audience at this time, those that are considering tying the knot um, again? 
Yes, I would love to just breathe some fresh air over you to let you know that what happened to you did not is not your defining moment. Like, you know, the divorce, we know that it's a very traumatic experience. It's very painful. It's very uncomfortable and it's downright embarrassing. But mm -hmm. if you believe that God can, you know, you know, bring you from a sinful past and love and restore you and make you whole again, then you must believe that same promise over your heart. And so my my prayer for you, my encouragement for you is that you will believe that you're not the same man or woman that you were in that previous relationship. The decisions that you made, you're not that person anymore. Like you're discerning more. You're more cautious. You're more aware. You're more responsible. And you have accepted your portion. Like, you know, it's two people in a relationship. So all fault isn't yours. And and there is some fault that belongs to you. So my prayer for you today is that you will accept your portion, that you will forgive yourself, that you will receive forgiveness, and that you will let your heart beat again. Because love really is a part of that, that healing process. And many times we miss it because we don't love ourselves anymore. We're ashamed and we're, mm -hmm. we're putting ourselves in timeout. So my encouragement to you is that you will allow yourself to, to, to accept that, that that divorce happened, but it was not the defining moment. Um, that was just a comma in your yeah. life. So please don't put a period in that. And so I encourage you today to allow your heart to beat again and to seek out counsel, right? Wise counsel, spiritual Amen. counsel, a coach, a therapist, a pastor, a friend, a people who are doing it well, right? In marriage, seek out those people and talk to them about some of the challenges that you're having, right? You know, hey, listen, I'm struggling with trust. You know, hey, I don't really understand how to effectively communicate in conflict. Mm -hmm. Those are skills that you need to know so that when you get in that relationship again, mm -hmm. you're not bringing the old version of yourself who was who healed, by the way, into the new. And so I just encourage you to let yourself love again. Now, there are many people who go through the divorce process who've resided, you know, hey, listen, I'm not going to do this again. That is totally okay. But just in case there's a little hope in you, I want to <laughs> let you know that you can be healed and you can be rebuilt after divorce because that's God's promise. His promise is restoration. And so my, my prayer for you today is that you will be loved again and that you allow yourself to experience that love in an overflow status. Oh my gosh, yes. Now listen, with that, we got to bring Katina back on because it's time to have the roundtable discussion. That was amazing. And listen, yes, we're about to bring Miss Katina back on. And uh, when she's on, we're going to talk about some uh, the wrap up and some closing remarks for our listeners. And listen, as she's coming back on to the show, I want to just say, I might be in that population that I'm, that's not reconsidering tying the knot, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, he, God, God would really have to send that one for me to decide, hmm, am I going to remarry? Because it's been almost 14 years for me. So, girl, y'all, I'm, I'm just, I'm good. I'm good living the single life for now. <laughs> Katina, are you there? Okay, y'all, we're taking a break. We're going to play about a minute of a song, and we'll be right back. You know, life will sure take you through ups and downs. But you have to take the bitter with the sweet. You see, I've had my share of heartaches and pain. But I'm blessed to say that I'm still standing here strong. I've learned to find a lesson and happiness in every situation. My mama always told 
told me, everything that looks good to you is not always good for you. Now, one more thing. Before you try to love someone, make sure you love yourself. I sure love me some me. Well, hello, hello, ladies. Welcome back to the show. Man, do y'all listen? We've got to have a roundtable discussion about this remarrying thing. Katina, what do you say? Yes. Are, are you in that population where you want to remarry, or where are you at with it? You know where I am. I am strictly seeking God's will. That's right. You know, yes, I am strictly just seeking and, and uh trusting his will in that area um one thing about it when it comes to uh taking that step toward whether as we talked about earlier whether it's dating or remarrying you know you want to be at a certain point and i am at the point right now where i am enjoying being with katina amen yes I can. So, I agree. I'm being Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that's where I am right now. I am enjoying, uh, like basically, I feel like this time in my life, I've come like full circle from where I started out, the different things that I was doing, and I'm right back there in that circle again. And I'm not saying in another two, three years, the Lord might say, Tina, it's time. But for right now, he has me at a place of uh, uh, just soaking up everything from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, being in his word, uh, being able to focus on worshiping him. And then, like I said, when the time comes, then at least I know that I've already you know, I've already done the work. And like I said, healing, I believe, is a lifelong journey and continuing to heal you know so we will see you know what his will looks like in that area but right now i'm, I'm just enjoying katina <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i can definitely uh relate to that i i am doing the same you know with me okay. yeah it's been 14 years and uh, you know, I, I really went through that whole journey of healing. And like you mentioned, we, we you both have mentioned, Shanae mm-hmm. and Katina, both. You, you ladies, you know, just divorce is like a death. It really is. And when you go through a divorce, especially when there are children involved, you really got to get back to who you are and go through your healing process. And that time frame looks different for everyone. You know, it may take someone else three years where along it may take another person one year. So we really can't put a time frame on how long it may take to recover from divorce. It's a process and it's a different process for every individual that goes through it. Right. Oh, yes. 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 I agree with that. 
Yes, yes. So, Sinead, as we're talking about divorce recovery, and before you remarried, um, and God bless your union, it's been 14 years, that's a long time, and I praise God for many more in your marriage. Uh, when you were going through that process and considering remarriage, what? how did that look for you? What did you do? If you want to shed some light to some of the listeners today that may be contemplating remarrying. Yeah, so at first I had to accept that I was not in God's will in every decision that I made in a previous marriage. There was a lot of interference in the marriage, me talking outside of the marriage to, you know, confidants. Um, I broke some of the the trust there. He did too. Um, I think he was very attached to his mom. So I had to accept that I just, I did not show up as my best version. And I had to figure out who she was first. And then I needed to tap into her, forgive her, nurture those broken areas, be vulnerable to say, man, I really messed that one up. You know, mm-hmm. man, I said some things, man, I didn't do things right. Once I got to that place of acceptance, then I was able to realize that, you know what? I grew through those experiences. So even though it's very uncomfortable, I was growing through it. So um, embracing those, you know, those growth challenges, right? Um, I call them character building seasons. Mm-hmm. I had to kind of resonate, um, realize that I wasn't very good at communicating. I was a great speaker, but I wasn't very good at listening. And my husband now was one of the first people to shine a light to say, hey, Mm-hmm. You're a little loose with your words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so just kind of allowing him to help correct me, right? Allowing him to lead me and then taking those words of encouragement and, and really uh, allowing God to mold me in his image. When I knew I was ready to love again was when I wasn't afraid of being left. Like this fear of abandonment and rejection. I carried that right from childhood into that marriage. And I put unnecessary pressures on my first husband that no man or woman should have to experience. Mm. But once I tapped into the creator, the relationship with God, that he's my provider. He's the only person that would never leave me nor forsake me. Then I had this healthy expectation of what love was. <laughs> yeah. And then I was I knew my heart would beat again because now it was beating at the right drum. It wasn't beating on, you know, the the you know, social media expectations or, you know, celebrity expectations. Yeah. I recognized that marriage is just, you know, a reflection of Christ's relationship with the church. And then I was able to thrive in that place. So my um encouragement to those who might be reconsidering is just kind of get to that place of acceptance that you're worthy to be loved yeah that you will be responsible in love and that is not going to be perfect but if you allow him or her to be that voice to be that voice of reason and encouragement you guys can actually support each other through that healing and that um that re-love experience um and but it just looks like being very vulnerable and not trying to be like Superman and Superwoman and pretend like, you know, you don't hurt, you don't wound and and that you can't, you know, drop the ball because when we're in a partnership, we're, we hold each other up. So don't feel like, you know, you made all of these mistakes and that's who you are. You, you can find a, a spouse that's going to bring out the best in you and vice versa. Amen. Woo, that was powerful. Love that. Yes, yes. Love it, love it. So, ladies, as we wrap up, uh, what a nugget. I mean, y'all dropped some bombs, not just nuggets. Y'all have dropped some bombs during this show. But one 
what one nugget would you like to share with the audience at this time as we wrap up and then you as you do that as you're doing that um, please share your contact information on how the listeners can uh, reach you Katina you can go first and now I'll close out Okay, that sounds good. So my one nugget that I want to give to the audience is to let them know you can reclaim your power and identity. Divorce does not have to define who you are. And a lot of times we think that we are powerless, but we're not. We all have a choice. So just knowing that we all have a choice is empowering. And then even not making a choice is still making a choice. So like I said, you can reclaim your power and identity. Divorce does not have to define you and you can live an abundant life and have an abundant mindset. And um, you said, should I give the contact information now? Yes, please give your contact information. Okay, it's Katina Horton, all is one word, at thevalleyofgrace.com is my email. And for Twitter and Instagram, I'm at T-H-O-R-T-O-N-4792. So it's T-Horton4792 for Instagram and for Twitter. Amen. Shanae? Perfect. Well, um, so my last little piece of information for the audience that's listening is you might have gotten a divorce from your spouse but you cannot afford to divorce yourself. Say that again. That was powerful. (laughs) (laughs) You may have gotten a divorce from your spouse, but you cannot afford to divorce yourself. Mm. And please just tap into who that is. Because you're going to probably experience, once you find her or him, you're going to experience that that's not who showed up to that marriage in the first place. And so I just pray that the spirit of imposter and all of these things pretending, like I want the authentic, hurt, vulnerable, strong, all of that resilient you to show up in life. And then if you desire love again, let's begin to petition heaven, right? Let's not speak those word curses. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just, I'm, I'm good on this. Like if you seriously want to be loved, let's make sure our words are speaking what we want to see. And so my prayer for you today is that, that those two pieces of nuggets will kind of take you to the next level and get you ready for what the future may be holding for you. For those of you who are looking to contact me, uh, the best way to find me is probably on Instagram because I'm kind of logged into the show right now. Uh, <laughs> Pugh, that's S-H-A-N-A-Y-P-U-G-H um, on Instagram. And then if you're looking to go to me, to me on my website, is the same thing. It's my name, ShaneePugh.com. And there you can actually um, go and see kind of where my books are, you know, what about some of my services and things like that. Thank you, Twyla, for having me on the show. It's been an amazing conversation. I'm going to um, step back up now. Awesome. Yes. Thank you, ladies, so very much. Katina, thank you so much. You are amazing. You're welcome. Both of you all. And, you know, as I stated already, you ladies are my first guests on Divorce Talk with Twyla. And you guys blew it out the water. So, man, y'all set the bar kind of high. <laughs> <laughs> and so thank you all so much Amen. and 
Listen, thank you viewers and listeners for tuning in today. The topic was remarrying after divorce, and I hope that there was something said that will allow you to consider your decision if you are looking to remarry. And if you are not, if you're still in that healing process, that journey after divorce, like we said, it's like a death, that's okay too. Just make sure that you are healed before taking that next step into another relationship. So... Um, I'm Twyla, and listen, I said this last week, I wasn't going to do this, but every week I'm going to tell you the next guest for the following week, because you know the show is every Monday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Next week, I have Miss Andrea Hips. She's a life coach, and when I tell you she's phenomenal, you don't want to miss this episode. We're going to be talking about dating after divorce, so Stay tuned. And how you can reach me across all social media platforms, it's Divorce Talk with Twyla. My website is www.twylamarks.com. And I'm on uh, Facebook and IG, as well as I have a Facebook group called Life After Divorce, Get Your Happy Back. I am Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. And until next week. We are out. <laughs>